So a few weeks ago, uh, we got to go to an amusement park down in Tremor, some of us anyway. And uh, so we were stepped into all sorts of contraptions and machines designed to throw us around in various directions, uh, coming that close to seeing our breakfast again uh, and all that. It was great fun, great fun. And what was very interesting was, what was very amusing was, you know the way, like, in with the playful spirit that we might have, you try to scare the life out of someone else by saying, oh, I'm not sure if that one is safe. Let's go up on it. <laughs> you know, that one looks a bit rickety. Will we try that? Uh, uh, or then when you're kind of, just as you're sitting into the lift, you go, Gina, this one, this one feels a bit rocky, doesn't it? <laughs> and absolutely petrify the person beside you. So anytime we step into anything like that, anytime we step into a plane, anytime you step into a car, anytime you put food in your mouth that you bought in a shop, we have implicitly trusted someone. Like basically our lives, everything we do, uh, relies on us having trusted someone. When you pick up a phone, how do you know, how do you know the battery isn't just about to explode? When you, you know, when you get into a plane, how do you know all the mechanics were completely sober when they were doing the, the last engine check? How do you know the pilot's sober? <laughs> like every time, you, any, kind of, any food, any food that you get at all, I mean, yes, of course, there are quality controls and that kind of thing, but how do you know a little bit of salmonella didn't just slip in? How do you know? Now you, so you could say, well, the best way to, 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 to live one's life then is control everything you can. And the more control you have over things, the less you need to trust other people. The less you need to trust other people, the less likely you are to be disappointed. But there are all sorts of problems with that. Number one, if you can only, number one, you can only control so much. And there's an awful lot you can't control. So if, you're, if we're trying to, to live a life where we don't need trust, then we're going to start trying to control everything, which means we're also going to start to con- try to start to control everyone. You try to start to control people, not just the results I get in the exam that I can control, more or less, but I'm going to start to control people in order to protect my situation, my life, my happiness. And that's when it, gets, that's when it starts to get messy, hairy, ugly, manipulative. It starts to really become awful. If I start to control people, that's, that's awful. So firstly, trying to control everything so that I don't have to trust people doesn't work because number one, I can't control everything anyway. Number two, it also means then that I'm limited to my ability. So I can only control things in as much as I can understand them or, or you know, uh, I have a limited understanding of how finances work, how the world works, how if I try to control everything, then it's limited by how much I can understand and by how much I can do. So that's also a problem because I don't know everything. So I'm, if I try to control everything, it's going to be a mess because there are certain things I know how to do and there's an awful lot I don't. So trying to avoid trusting leads to, leads to these, kind, these kinds, of, kinds of problems. You know, uh, One, I'm going to start to control, try to control everything, including people, which is awful. And two, I'm limited by what I can do which is quite a limitation altogether. And three, it means that if anything goes wrong, if anything goes wrong, it's my fault. If anything in my life goes wrong, if I've tried to control everything, if anything goes wrong, it's my fault. So everything is on your shoulders, which then puts you under this extreme pressure 
to make your life happy, to make the life of your family happy, to make your parish happy, to make everyone happy, whatever has been entrusted to your care. It's now all on you and only on you because you don't need anyone else, because you don't trust anyone else, and because you've controlled everything insofar as you could. Then something goes wrong and it's devastating because it was all you. So point I want to make here the long way around, very sorry, is that trust is essential. Trusting is essential. It's, it's essential that we, that we trust. Now, obviously, okay, little traparentesi they say in Italian, what's that? A little caveat. Trusting people doesn't mean that you walk around in dark alleys in a city and say, excuse me, are, are you the wallet inspector? Would you like to inspect my wallet? You can if, if would you like to? You know, you don't give everyone your PIN number. Of course not. You don't hand your, your, your private details to everyone. Of course not. That's not what trusting people means. It doesn't mean being foolish with that information that should stay private. But it means to, with, within the, the ability of the other person that you do actually allow yourself to rely on them. You know, you allow yourself to rely on them in, in proportion to their ability. Uh, and that's, that's, that's necessary. That's necessary for us, otherwise everything is on us. And then in learning to, to, to trust people, again, to a, to a limited degree, a, an acceptable degree, we also need to learn to trust God. Uh, this, this is a bigger one because trusting people, there's only so much we can trust people with because, again, we're all limited, so I'm not going to trust anybody with my eternal salvation because that's not up to them. Uh, so there, I can trust people to, to help me achieve certain tasks or accomplish certain things. Okay. But God is the one who has the, the extremely long-term vision, the long-term plan. And trusting him, trusting him, it's, I can only think of how to say this negatively. I have to find a way of saying this positively. Uh, but if we, if we don't trust him, then we're back to where we were before. Everything is on you. You can only control a limited amount anyway, and you're going to end up trying to control people, which is going to make you and them miserable. So, to phrase it positively, <laughs> trusting God undoes that. So rather than saying, I have to control everything, I, I don't. I actually don't. I don't. I don't have to control anything. I have a bit of responsibility. I have to do that as well as I can. And even in that, I still trust God to give me what I need. There are tasks that I don't know anything about. Well, I'll, I'll take it one step at a time, trusting that God will lead me the right direction. Just one step at a time, because I don't know the full picture. And then if anything goes wrong, Lord, I did my best. It's not all on me. So learning to trust God, it, it, it makes life, all of life, so much easier. The reason I say all this is because in our reading from the Book of Kings here, you have Elijah who meets a Sidonian woman who is about to die of starvation. And he says to her, she says, you know, I'm going to make a little scone and then me and my son, we're going to die. That's, it's, it's, it's phrased so kind of, so bluntly. We're going to eat this, it's going to be our last meal and then we're going to die. And so then, it's a bit cheeky, if I'm honest now, but he does say to her, you know, hang on, with that last meal that you're going to die, give that to me, right? So make me a scone. For the Lord says, jar of meal will not be spent. 
jug of oil will not be emptied until the day when the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. What's Elijah saying? Elijah is saying, trust me. Trust me. And not trust me with something that's superfluous or left over, but trust me with what's essential. You don't eat this meal, you're going to die that bit sooner. Trust me. Not just with the peripheral things, but trust me with what's at the very, very heart of your life. Trust me with the real things, but I promise you in the name of God, you will not want. You will not want. Jar of meal will not be spent and jug of, of, of oil will not be emptied. Trust me. Give me this little bit and I guarantee you, you will never hunger again. So very surprisingly, if I'm honest, the woman went and did as Elijah told her. <clears throat> they ate the food. She, himself, and her son. The jar of meal was not spent, nor the jug of oil emptied, just as the Lord had foretold through the prophet Elijah. So, can we do that? Can we learn from this reading today? To trust the Lord more. To, to experience that the freedom of saying, Lord, I will do my best. But ultimately, it's, it's you. You have to do these things. <coughs> Ignatius Loyola said, we should work as if everything depended on us, knowing that everything depends on God. So still work hard, work hard, as if everything depended on you, but knowing that everything depends on God. He, he has to, he's the one who changes hearts and souls, and he's the one who can direct things in a way that we can't, but it's trust, it's all back down to trust. And trust and control will always go head to head. That's what, that this will always be the competition in our hearts. Trust versus control. Do I trust God or do I try to control everything? So as we hear these, these beautiful words from uh, the prophet Elijah today, let us ask the Lord to deepen our trust in, in everything, not just in the holy things, not just in, as regards heaven and that, but the daily things, to trust God in the daily things. The days when you wake up tired and you know you have a, a long day ahead of you. The days when you've got like 15 tasks that absolutely have to get done yesterday. Uh, the days when there are meetings or people who you know are struggling and you don't have a clear solution. You don't have a clear answer. All those kind of situations where we just say, Lord, I trust you. I don't have to control this. I trust you. I trust you. I place the day in your hands. Guide me. Guide my thoughts, guide my actions, guide the use of my time that I can best use it for your glory. And Lord, when I'm tired and feeling empty and feeling hungry and feeling whatever else, let us listen to the words of the Lord who says, Jar of meal will not be spent. Jug of oil shall not be emptied before the day when the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. May the Lord send his rain, his grace, his power into your life and into my life today.